0: It's 9.43pm on Friday the 10th of April 2009. The entire Ganymede and Titan writing team have just watched a new episode of Red Dwarf together for the first time in the site's history. This is what we thought of it.
1: I'm Tanya Jones. It made me laugh, but I would have really loved a studio audience. I think it would have been better.
2: I'm Jonathan Caps. And I have so many mixed feelings, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure that I'm going to have be able to say anything. <laughs> I'm Daniel Stevenson
3: and I second exactly what Caps has just <laughs> said. <laughs> I'm Ian Symes and I'm almost entirely happy. I'm
4: John Hoare and I really wanted to studio audience, but you probably predicted that. Thank you, goodbye.
0: I'm Sir Patrick and I loved it. Um, we're also joined by fellow Dwarf fans, Joe Sharples, Hello. Uh, on loan from the fan club, uh, Tom Pyatt, Hi. on loan from kindergarten, and Carl Eisenhower, Howdy. who despite our best efforts has climbed in through the window. You bastard. So where do we start with that?
3: Uh, should we start at the opening titles? That's good. Seems yeah. logical. Mm-hmm. Um, they were immense. They were- <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. me, me and Ian were just sat there just like, <laughs> You know <laughs> it was the names on the screen yeah. and the just uh oh, just lovely American style. It was just But it, it felt was, like it worked. It felt like it felt like a continuation of Red Dwarf. It felt like that's what the titles would have been like if all the series were made in two thousand and nine. It's just the modern version of what it was always trying to do.
2: Hmm.
0: And the I mean opening with, with just nine years later. Yeah. I, I like things that open with X later um, I mean it, there was just no explanation for anything <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> yeah, that's... and that's going to be controversial with some people but with the limited running
4: time yeah. I just thought fuck it no you know, fuck it absolutely fuck um, it. I thought that felt slightly short as it was mm. um, if they put you know explanations that in you didn't need it a...
3: we don't know how Kachansky dies but the point is she's dead so I
0: felt sad sad I was all of a sudden I was like oh they have killed Kachansky I never really liked her but Oh, but the, the thing
3: about that is that we don't care about Kachansky but we care about Lister, and yeah. Lister is quite clearly heartbroken, and therefore makes us sad.
0: And he's very sad about Mel as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. cool.
5: That's a lovely yeah. touch. That was, that was nice. lovely. Can I just really say the nice. uh, the shot as well? Yeah, with the on the side of the ship. What well, I don't know if that's meant to be like the observation or meant to be some sort of custom built. It feels
0: like it feels that. like the new version of the observation. It was. It
2: thoughts. looked absolutely fantastic. I think we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves here because there's that opening shot. Oh, <laughs> God, God, that was like. <laughs> no, do you yeah.
0: remember? Do you remember when we um, when we first
2: watched series seven? The first
0: time they did the shot from outside the window of Starbug, and it, the camera panned across
2: slightly, and yeah. that was like whoa.
0: And this was that times a million. I yeah. yeah, it and was, it was just, just
2: fantastically done. It was just really, uh, just a perfect way of of. You know, you, you, just seeing the show after all this time is, it you know like it's a normal day and we're just being introduced to this normal day and mm. it just in a really sort of nice, inventive sort of a way. Uh, it's also a very useful way of masking the fact you're showing the same
4: bit
5: of set yeah. over
3: and <laughs> over again. Let's be honest. Yeah. But yeah.
2: Yeah, can I just say as
5: well? I thought it was really clever how obviously the first ever shot of Red Dwarf is pulling out from an F, and I thought it was kind of cool that they were pulling in into mm. a, That was yeah. a nice shot. And that, that was just really kind of cool. clever. It was like very sort of. It that makes you remember things. It's just like. Just I
3: remembered something else from earlier. The little uh, Craig Charles introduction. You have got no idea what's about to happen <laughs> you're watching Back to Earth. That was classic. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really cool. <laughs> I presume we're
0: going to get. Yeah. One of those for each. But will it be Danny or Robert for the third one?
3: Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you'll have one
6: each because you've
3: got the behind the scenes as well. So maybe I'll do one each. Who gets relegated to behind the scenes? (laughs) Danny.
4: (laughs) What did we think of the opening shot of the ship?
3: Who? I've got mixed. Obviously, I'm going to have to watch it again. I think that's an understatement. But. I, every single uh, effect shot of the ship, I had a different opinion on. Some of them I thought were really good. Some of them I thought looked a bit rushed and a bit cheap for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, different every time for me. I think it's
4: interesting, although a lot of people agree with me, that I think every single shot of the ship in the very first episode of Red Dwarf was better done than what we got here. The only thing I'd say is you kind of have to look at the production circumstances in which it was made. I think they that... had so much less resources mm. here, even because you, the way sitcoms were made then, you could go to the BBC Vis Effects Department mm. and get a lot of production value for not at its market rate, and so you've got to look at it in terms of production. They could not do that with this. So. You don't. You don't build a model ship for a three no. episode. Thing on days. It, it, it's it's got to be I looked at in the constraints in which was made and the constraints in which was made. I thought it looked better than any Red Dwarf shot in remastered or Series Eight, and it also has the original design. Oh, yeah, it was definitely is, yeah,
2: yeah. it's definitely the well, best CG Red. Well, it's definitely the best CG Red Dwarf yes, we had. But the saying. problem was really in this episode is that we didn't. There wasn't enough interesting done with it. All the shots were big, big old wide ones from <laughs> very Apart from the opening. Um, um, zoom in, but like there was no really sort of really close flybys. Yes, or and I think we know like why if we figure out that it was a, you know. Yeah, it's not a very detailed. It's one, not one, a very probably. detailed <laughs> word
4: we say, and and these are establishing shots, and we aren't going to speculate about future episodes, but we can suspect that there won't be an awful amount going on Red Dwarf. Yeah, and therefore this is purely scene setting. Get us into it. You don't spend the money there.
0: We should just say that we're, we've decided in this cast we're not going to talk too much about what we think might be coming up in the future episodes because we'll be talking about those episodes tomorrow. And there's, <laughs> enough, there's <laughs> enough to mention about yeah. it. Yeah. There really is. Yeah.
2: Um, the first scene, which is rightfully... Well, the first conversation between uh, Rimmer and Lister, what did we reckon to that, sort of comedy-wise? I, I thought, thought that was
3: a bit of a slow burn it was sort of it wasn't laugh out loud funny i think there was much more laugh out loud funny stuff later on Mm, yeah but i don't know whether that was just me shitting myself through fear and (laughs) it it, it, it was a (laughs) nice introduction
2: it felt it felt nice whether it felt whether it was particularly funny is something that will probably reveal itself and and more watches but at the moment i'm not you know I, I,
0: i didn't think the prank Felt particularly inspired. In it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was a funny idea. But then the
6: again, first laugh. they've been there for nine years. He so might be winning that
4: back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have issues with how that first scene and all subsequent scenes felt. To be honest, cause... yeah. But we, we'll probably get into it later. Um, I felt it felt empty. Uh, the atmosphere, thought it felt empty because of a lack of audience. I really I... do. I really, really missed it.
0: I do see where you're coming from with that. And I think in the, in the opening scene, that was the case. I think it got a lot better on that front when you had four characters on screen instead of two. Yeah. When, the, when it was just the two of them, it did feel like something was missing. I felt when you had the four of them, I mean, you know, a lot of the funniest stuff came in, like the diving bell scene. And there was so much going on in that scene that you felt that an audience would probably have overwhelmed that. Mm. Um, and I, I get a feeling that more of the show is going to be like that than the bunk room scenes and, uh, to me it feels like yeah okay to have a slightly flat bunk room scene at the beginning feels like a sacrifice right, you know. so
2: one's um, a bit of the bastard child perhaps yeah. and, uh, <laughs> it, the, the content doesn't particularly suit the decisions they made but the yeah. other two episodes
1: I think um, the studio audience thing is a result of this having evolved from the film idea um, because it feels more film than sitcom it feels sort of like a film chopped into three bits so it's not exactly strange it's not exactly it just it feels like a film would have felt I think I was sitting there so well you know if I was sitting in the cinema then yeah this is what I probably would have expected perhaps on a bigger budget but but yeah um if, if you're sitting down watching a sitcom and um, it's it what well, it did feel yeah just it did feel slightly empty I think
4: the thing we've got to look at as well in terms of production is, and I've said this on the previous one, that uh, the cheap way of making sitcom used to be doing it in front of an audience, and also it's the way things were done to do it cheaply. Now you go on location, it's a lot cheaper. And you've also got to look at um, below the line costs that you used to have a studio and staff waiting there and you could do your recording. Now you've got to hire all that, you've got to hire the studio and it just is a different set of production circumstances. If you're trying to get the most production value on screen, I understand why they didn't use an audience for this because it would have cost more. It doesn't necessarily mean I think it's the way I would have liked to have seen it, but I understand the decision that was made.
2: Sure, and it doesn't have to be like this for the, for any yeah. new episodes. The, It's just that this is the story and this is what was decided during production and something in the future could be completely different. I I think
4: also I'm going to reserve judgment for the studio one thing for now because we need to see what episodes two and three are doing. And it may well be that episodes two and three would not have suited or or will be better suited to not having an audience. And you can't have an audience on the first one and not the last two. So I'll decide at the end what I think of that.
3: I agree with Seb that the... That opening scene maybe was a bit flat, but later on, I thought the dialogue was just sizzling and the pace of it was just so well done, and it was just gag 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 gag. And it th- made us me, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it it did. You know, we did it, laugh. It didn't
6: make me laugh that
4: much. The episode didn't make me laugh that much, but I noticed at the time that I wasn't laughing that much, and everyone else was.
0: So <laughs> there were there were a couple of genuine. Yeah. I mean, there were there were chuckles to start with but there were a couple of genuine yeah, laugh out louds. Some different ones for different people in some
3: instances, but... I think it was a very strong Rimmer episode.
0: Completely, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, and isn't it weird how quite different but still the same? Yeah.
3: That diving bell scene, now that we've seen the full thing, it just works so much better than the clip yeah. that I showed on Breakfast yeah. where yeah, it seemed to be... Truncated. Yeah, it seemed to be he's not listening, now he's doing a dance. To have it play out as slowly as it did and get as pumped and pumped and pumped. Mm. Mm. And it was a and slow build-up. And so much, of, so much of Rimmer's character stuff it was, just, it was just Rimmer. It yeah. was Series 5 <laughs> Rimmer. There,
1: there's one thing I, I actually... Um, the, the thing with Rimmer's character, I think it's more mixed up with Chris Barry than Rimmer because I don't remember Rimmer being that interested in cars. Well... Um, no, uh,
0: better,
4: than
5: better than life. Wal- it, and also Marooned as well. Walnut burr apparently. Marvellous machine, marvellous. Oh, so, oh, so yeah, it is,
3: it is completely... But then obviously it's been written obviously yeah, for yeah, Rimmer. It is completely Chris, Chris Barry. But... Even yeah. if it wasn't specifically classic cars, that is the sort of thing Rimmer would do. It's also the sort of thing Alan Partridge would do. Uh, <laughs> and I was reminded of not my words, the words of Top Gear magazine. Um,
1: I, I would prefer fascist dictator
6: mouth. Well. <laughs> 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 there's, yeah, there's one true. scene
2: where Chris delivers a line precisely like Alan Partridge. I've completely forgotten which one it is. I know which
0: one you mean. It's it's later. It was later on in the episode.
3: Uh, could I just uh, bring in a comment? Uh, from one of our beautiful readers and we can uh, debate this afterwards. Uh, Zombie Jim Undead has uh, touched base to say this is... (laughs) Uh, It's different to the best of the old stuff but still great. Confidently made, sharp, well acted, cinematic even subtle and touching in places. This is as far from series 8 as a mouse's nose hair is from the testicles of God. (laughs) (laughs) I I I, 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 I agree with him
0: on that. It's like... It's not necessarily what you might be looking for from a direct continuation of
3: the best of Dwarf, but... It's, it's something new, theme.
0: and it's something new that's actually good.
3: Which different, may be the first time they've done Different that. types of jokes, as well, such as <laughs> Katarina yeah. saying Rimmer was a bit crap. <laughs> oh, that and is a visual gag. And <laughs> then a visual <laughs> gag of a readout <laughs> saying bit crap. That is a proper laugh. That is <waffle>. a proper <laughs> And that is better than any fucking joke in <laughs> so Series 8. No, no, because it I didn't. Did,
4: this is the thing, though. It didn't make
2: me laugh as much as Series 8. I'm sorry. It didn't. It just yeah, didn't. That, that twenty minutes didn't make you laugh more than eight uh, eight episodes. I um, like...
4: single episodes even. Yeah. But, you know, we'll take it against. I, I I admire yeah. that it did a lot of things better than series eight. Absolutely, it did. But in terms of laughter, no, it
0: didn't. Just on the topic of, of lines that made us laugh as well. I know Quite a few of us laughed at the "there's something bigger than God" coming towards you. That but also thinking back on it, that almost feels to me like a bit of a that that's the end of the series six style bigger than a something or something yeah. than a something. It's yeah. like the ultimate uh, yeah. there's something bigger than joke. It's like he's using that to round off that you know, <laughs> what he's criticised for. It's more in a series <laughs> of, yeah. Yeah. There
7: was a lot of that in the episode though. Different sort of types of gags from different series. I can't really come up with that when you got but you sort of, could yeah. see them yeah. and you could feel them.
5: Has anyone else noticed that, I don't know whether this is going to get sort of, Sort of played out a bit more, but it's it's very similar to the sort of the idea of Queeg as well, where someone's not doing their job properly, and then someone yes. comes in and replaces yeah. them. And then I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of twist with Katarina. There that. was
0: a quite deliberate moment when you had Rimmer ask, posing the question that the fans would have been asking, which is why have we got two hard light holograms <laughs> deliberately brushed off. Yeah, and I know we're not was... trying to speculate about the future, but that was a very pointed moment. It's very weird that. The problem, got...
2: yeah. the problem with that line is that. It, address, it addresses one aspect of what the fuck, but <laughs> her arrival is um, is was really not very well um, explained, or it was well, just it's completely come, I don't think it's out of to the blue. I mean, the, the the squid disappears, and then all of a sudden she arrives, and and it just all happens far too quickly. But do you but, not think that's a plot point? I, it, yeah, I, I think it's it, a plot point. Also, a no one's asking any. Also.
3: Uh, I think it was very deliberate that uh, Lister came out of the diving ball and threw that squid at Rimmer, meaning that he has the bit of uh, venom on his face. So. Mm. Katerina, is, Katerina a... is some sort of group hallucination. Oh, and Crichton had stuff. Yeah, they all he had it on. <laughs> yeah. Rimmer thought... got it thrown oh. at him. And actually, I
4: thought it was odd that they went to the trouble of doing it on the Crichton mask. I thought that was mm. weird.
2: That would explain why she appeared straight after, but it still wouldn't. It explain also, why it they also
3: explains. Well, it could explain. I mean, uh, it, it's, uh, not speculating on future <laughs> episodes is really going well. <laughs> but, uh, it could explain why they're not really questioning it as well. Yeah. There could be some weird space yeah, that's fair So, point.
2: But it is still quite jarring when you're not considering what yeah, the Yeah, when you're not be. speculating. The, the pace worldly. of the episode was very,
4: very fast. and It was. It it's, was... it's very difficult to judge without seeing the other two episodes. I, I really felt like I wanted more at the end, which is a good thing.
3: My my only negative thing is that it doesn't feel like I've been satisfied and now I've got to wait another fucking 24 hours. At least it's not another week. Yeah, (laughs) That's the pitfalls of being on a commercial channel. It Mm. it
4: almost would have been nice seeing it in one big chunk.
3: Well, it
0: feels paced. like. I mean, Tanya said before about the pacing. It's filmic in the pacing of it, I think. It's
2: almost certainly going to be... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost certainly going to be... um, Presented in one big chunk on the DVD because that ad break was completely oh. crap <laughs> out of the blue and not designed. That's what world. I was going to say.
6: Yeah. Was <laughs> the <laughs> advert was just, the break was terrible. All it all was of like, Hang on a minute. Mitchell and It was so a...
2: early as well. It was only about 10 minutes in
3: that it less, came was. Less than it ten, was 10 minutes Very, yeah. very abrupt.
2: But thinking see. about it, I'm actually kind of pleased that the episode wasn't written to accommodate mm. a commercial bit oh, this is it only it won't ruin this is, a one, yeah, this is only a one time experience really of the adverts will, will but fast forward it I'm,
3: I'm it. not sure about that because I think you should well it depends I think you should write to you should Get everything right for the medium that you're working in, but that's just me because, like, we know the importance of the DVDs. On it's almost as if this is being done for the DVD and
0: it's getting an airing for the publicity. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll
3: see when, yeah, we'll see when the DVD comes if that is sort of presented as this is the ultimate way to watch Back to Earth. Yeah,
4: I have to say, speaking as a scheduler myself, I would never let it go out in that state.
0: (laughs) I think it was a disgrace.
4: I would have put a Dave bumper or
0: something or a it sting it needed a bumper uh, but this bumper. is Dave they let things go out with Ian Lee talking on them <laughs> <laughs> they, they get your did son. you
3: notice they didn't let this go out with Ian Lee talking on it it was uh, <laughs> finching. yeah
4: and he okay, got very excited. Okay. It, 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 yeah. What was the prediction we made? We, the prediction I think you made Semp was that they were gonna have a sting at the Yes, end I thought one. we'd
0: get the um the snippet of the theme tune that you get at the beginning of the DVD documentaries. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd have that and a title card yeah. going into yeah, and out of the ad It needed something
4: it really bad. What
0: was really weird is play.
2: that the opening um the opening strings from the, the original theme being played Two or three times during the episode, like as scene mm. breaks, like the actual, you know, rather than you know the, the old Howard Goodall variations. No, but those
0: bits were used as scene breaks as well in what, the, the, the exact series. Same, yes, same, definitely. Not just uh, variations. Yeah, no, they, they, that that just felt like a dwarf style scene break to me. I could be wrong, but it, that was the impression that I got from them. Was it just made it feel dwarfy? Mm. Um, well,
5: oh, sorry. On the subject of music, the uh, the montage that we meant to be seeing. It was on there where Katarina was putting together all the oh, was that, band? Really was that oh, the band yeah. I, I don't so I, thought I, I think it was because that actually didn't sound it too didn't bad it. although it sounded a bit sort of like
2: I think it was it, it didn't sound too, great it,
5: it, it was that that horrible frequency thing where they just yeah. go like that really it was alright it was weird as, it
0: sounded like score not as but not scored for that do we know yet if Howard Goodall's done anything new for it? Because he got mu- he got credit on the t- on the but closing credits, he'll but credit he got credit because the-, the old music yeah, it
2: I incidental we heard. music. Yeah, we would have heard about it. Yeah, I would have thought we would
5: have heard. Something. But also, I think it said it also said Howard Goodall featuring, and it also mentioned the other the band if they were on, sure if they'd mm. been credited on there. I'm not sure. But
0: I think I think I think this band has probably been blown out of proportion by the reporting because it sounds <laughs> like it's something that's used in the background of a scene. Yeah, to it's me. That, So definitely. it's not incidental music. Yeah. So,
6: it wasn't yeah. definitely episode one that it was supposed to be in. Yeah. No, I thought it don't think so. Yeah. it. Was, it, it sounds two two. like it's going to be some I, of the Earthbound I, stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's two. going to be like background
7: music and mm, prop or something. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I read it was. Could be the rovers. Yeah. yeah. I thought I read it
4: was on a montage though. Yeah. I, thought a montage,
7: though. I, I thought it was a montage. I thought it was a montage.
5: in episode about it, so that's why kind of I saw the montage and thought, oh, is this it? Is this what it's meant to be? I don't like.
4: Yeah. Um.
3: Watch it again. Yeah, we do. I've I've got. Comment is coming from... Uh... <laughs> uh, why do I
4: feel like we're like BBC Breakfast? Like a, a really shit Ian, Ian is Nicky Campbell. <laughs> why do why you tell us what you reckon? Perhaps you reckon. <laughs> perhaps you reckon something. Yeah.
0: And you could become the, the BBC's equivalent of
3: Animals Do the Funniest Things. <laughs> uh, Dave, of uh, Dave fame, says, <laughs> so, Some gags fell flat, some were great, all are forgotten. I'm sure when I rewatch they'll come flooding back. Overall, I'm pleasantly surprised and just as bloody curious. He also says, the ending was odd, would have been nice to go out on a laugh or some peril. And I agree, it did seem extremely abrupt. It was yeah. abrupt. It was the way it
0: froze. As well, well, yeah. I did agree with that. Th-
4: what
3: th- this just is... what <laughs> like Dave just
4: said. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't quite the Dibley Scutter standard, let's be honest. But Nor <laughs> yeah. is it only the good standard. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it needs, I think, to be a bit more... It was the cliffhanger of sorts, obviously. Big thing happening. Mm, but it but did just not slightly
3: start abrupt. Not really enough for your casual viewer to say, oh, God, I got to It
4: didn't feel it. like the yeah. scene was paced to
0: end at that point. It, the way that the scene was constructed, it felt like there was more to come there. Yeah. Again, maybe that's just a consequence of the way it's been structured as a whole thing and then chopped. And but in, to me, it was, like with the
3: ad break, it was, oh. And indeed, I? the way it's been uh, gone from two episodes to three.
4: Mm. I don't feel like a climax the other thing we have of course is uh, that scene was featured in the trailer and I think we all assumed that would be in episode 1 so that might colour us slightly
0: I thought it was going to be earlier in episode 1 as well Uh, but you know I, I thought by the end of episode one, we'd have reached because it's especially because Doug said that everyone was going to hate him on Saturday. Maybe he meant on Saturday after <laughs> Saturday the episode. Night, yeah. But I thought he meant after episode one because I thought that's when we'd first. Yeah. You know? I got the of this I'm, episode I'm just uh, misinterpreting. To answer. There. Perhaps there's
6: going to be a better ending to the episode two yeah. than that one. But then we know what sort of goes on after that mm. because we have seen that trailer. Yeah, and it
3: goes on into the next episode, man. Can I just point out that currently there are 55 users and 109 guests. <laughs> <laughs> on oh
1: you <laughs> sad bastard! Thank you
3: very much. <laughs>
1: 164. Oh people. my Thank god! You. That's got to be
0: some kind of record. <laughs>
1: That's mental. Um, can can we, we
4: can we get a grab of the users? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Please, I want to keep a record of this just to see if it does get bigger. I would I would take a grab, but it's too big to fit on one page. <laughs> What the list of No just take is. a grab of yeah. the bit that says the yeah. numbers. Oh my
5: god. On the uh, on uh, what did we think of the C G scutters? I thought that shit. shit. I thought they were shit. I don't I don't agree with that
4: no I don't Was like them I'm, I'm with Danny
3: I
5: thought the thing is they looked because obviously well, you, would, would be, yeah. since like the since <laughs> we saw like the scutters tried to be CG in um, well not CG they were sort of added in and post on the, on the remasters which looked obviously fucking awful <laughs> but the way that they kind of they do in some of the some of the shots they do look a bit out of place but in some of the scenes where can, the camera's moving but it's being motion captured to fit looks fantastic I really agree with cool. you. I, yeah. I loved yeah. yeah, it some, fast,
0: some slightly dodgy but yeah, in the, but, the main but some yeah. of the,
5: for, for what they've well, obviously the money they don't have and they've made cg scutters which technically you think would be the long way around yeah it looks fantastic i thought it looked fantastic but that's just what i think
2: but
6: um <laughs> obviously this the scutters i agree with that there's some scenes they look fine so they love them. some yeah. of them i know for a fact are rubber because we've been told and some of them are not and they look Bad. The CGI yeah. tentacles were not like, good. I, the yeah. first yeah. shot of
0: the Leviathan was terrific. Yeah. With that, that coming fast towards fast them, sick. that was amazing. Um, but the I tentacles in the
4: diving bell, no, bad. probably Actually, the weakest SFX yeah. Weird. Sorry. Sorry. No, i say weirdly, I preferred the tentacles a lot more than the scutters. I think the thing with the scutters is kind of almost how pointing them over these big, clunky, physical things yeah. that clunk them out. That's why I like the fact... I admit what they did with them was um, impressive on the budget they've got, but I don't think it pulled off successfully. The tentacles on the other hand, A, we've got nothing to compare it with, B, it was fast moving, uh, special effects, I kind of yeah. just about bought it. I bought it a lot more with the scutters because I think they, it was less important for it to be absolutely
2: believably real. I think aside from the actual how they looked, I, don't, I didn't respond very, very well to the, the comedy Elements of the scutters, sk- like uh, in the opening scene when it was just sticking oh, to the. It's a bit with around. the spirit level. Well, <laughs> well I I that would actually that was
0: really cool.
3: If Rimmer is hard, like, where's he using the speakers? Exactly. I think he's just been yeah. lazy. To be I, I think he's just incredibly lazy. I no, I, I, do, I do. I think it was the just he
0: was, he, the Scutter
3: was helping him. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: he was, he was doing the spirit level thing while yeah. the Scutter was putting it on. True. That was a good. That was a really <laughs> very <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah. yeah. was very. The Scutter was talking. No, it wasn't. The spirit level was.
3: It was a talking spirit level. Yeah. But still, the spirit level was talking. It's the future. They're real. They exist. You can get them. My level, not level. Well, you see,
1: this is the
4: thing. This is what bugs me. That on paper, and I feel like I should have been laughing, and I wasn't. That's what bugs me.
0: I don't. It made me laugh a hell of a lot more. I mean, it wasn't the funniest thing ever, and there were bits that were a bit flat. But I was expecting maybe one or two. You know, probably coloured by series eight or whatever. I was expecting one or two decent gags. There were gags throughout. Not all of them amazing. Some of them good. Couple very funny, but they were spread throughout the episode, and you know, okay, it's a little more comedy drama. It, it, I know, I can see why you don't like it, John, because it feels mm. like seven, in yeah, some ways. It does. It's comedy drama, and you know, because you would never have got that scene with Lister. Uh, yeah. if, I mean, you might have got it in the books, but you wouldn't have got it in the TV series. But it made me laugh enough that it was a comedy drama and
4: not just a drama. <laughs>
3: you know? drama that's I, funny. I yeah. think.
4: Um. I think. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't judge it yet. One of the one of the
3: jokes that is well, one of the sequences that has stuck in my mind is uh, uh, Rimmer and Crichton, bad mouthing Katarina, and she pops up behind. When that first happened, I thought, "Oh, uh, fucking series hell, eight, not again!" I'll oh, talk about insults while they're behind them, but they did something different. It was, with it was it better it was than the last time. It was time original, we did it. and it was you know, it wasn't. We were expecting the clunky old his his I, thing I like about the impression. voice unit yeah yes. the impression that, the that was yeah. the bit that Ooh. was the one
4: bit that made me laugh out loud that yeah. moment yeah i like that uh, and that can, was chris being brilliant
0: can well.
1: i just say that um the the comedy drama bit with Lister and K- at kaczynski's grave um i didn't really identify that as comedy drama exactly because it felt like the observation do- um don't yeah. scene yeah. um with rimmer's dad being dead yeah, Some of them still to yeah, yeah
0: you could have done well, it. But that had gags in it. That had the you know, because um, then because didn't that scene have Lister talking about the, his dad the U-Bend yeah the, the reading the football scores, and then it had cat showing up at the end. Yeah. And, you know, that's still well, that's this still one, felt sitcom. Sick- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, it is not like yeah, it really audience, so. si-
4: It's not like audience sitcom does not have whole scenes where there's no laughter. Occasionally, you could have done it. The thing is, I think that episode absolutely would have suited it. The only thing is, we need to see what the other two episodes do. Yeah. That's the thing. We can
2: forgive the fact that this one felt a bit harder if the two fit it exactly. If, if the other two and feel
4: like they need an audience to me, I would really not I just
0: happy. I don't want to imagine what an audience reaction to them walking into Coronation Street for the first time would be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah. as it was on April Fool's Day. Yeah.
3: At this point, uh, just a quick comment. Uh, John's mad has chipped in to ask uh, PTP... Can we please have a copy of Minga Monthly with Ian Lee as the cover story? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like that line. Minga is not a word that should be in Red Dwarf. Didn't like that.
0: Um, That's the end of that. (laughs) No, I just. Sorry. No. I was just. Because something that we haven't really. We we talked about how good Chris's performance was because of it being Rim-centric. We've not really talked about the other three. What did you think? Rob was good, I thought. Didn't get much to do, though, did he?
7: No, he he didn't get a lot to do, but I thought he did all right. I think in the past in Series 8 Series 7 to me sometimes he's been too caricature as Crichton mm. whereas he kind of felt more authentic we said the dancing
0: this. thing about more sense in context
7: it and, it it actually in well, and him actually coming in and talking that worked
6: worried about that, cause that yeah. was the bit it that looked, we saw yeah. being filmed and mm. they actually cut a bit out of that because we saw the bit when they, he found out and he did the Squeaky Crichton thing, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they've realised in the edit it. that no, that but didn't work. Thank yeah. exactly. yeah. fuck for that. Yeah. I, I, I was about to
3: say that that scene in particular is sort of Rob's best work. The sort of hey, everything's great, and then River yeah. a bit both. <laughs> it wasn't overplayed. It wasn't him
0: suddenly flipping out. It yeah, was, it was a just gradual breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan, Danny was pretty. I mean, barely got anything. So some quite catish lines. With I thought the repetition of the. Weakest. I think at this point I'm bored
4: of the generic cat gags and there were far yeah. too many of them.
0: But I did think, as I say, the, the one about, you know, oh, I was, I was really worried because of my hair. I thought the second time they did it, because the dry yeah. cleaning line was funny and that bit would have been funny on its own as well. I didn't mind that the gag was repeated because the second iteration of it
2: was funnier. See, so. There's something going to be in that. Him um, talking about, the cat talking about when he, you know, the monster attacked him. So why, eh, hey, wasn't he killed? and B, you know, why was he left out, you know, just lying... There's something... There's going to be something in that. It I was, just I was a bit thing.
0: confused when he showed up at the graveside, because it felt to me like he suddenly appeared. He jumped
2: from this or
0: something uh, ah was he being yeah, catty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crawling yeah. Just, uh, that wasn't clear to me because I thought that the squid had suddenly blipped him somewhere no, I wonder
4: as well it was too
0: fast because he dropped in, in. Yeah, too yeah. it, it was just like, they needed twisted, the cat
2: though, to be yeah. in that scene so they thought oh I don't know he mm. jumped in from the I, roof or something I, I, it,
4: I felt the whole show felt slightly too fastly paced yeah. Um, yeah this is partly
2: a personal taste thing as much as anything
4: because I like my shows being slightly more measured yeah
2: I think there was a problem as well with the, the ends of scenes kind of felt a bit flat because usually at the end of a scene in Red Dwarf you would get a laugh mm, or something, yeah. like, but because it was so quick and there was lots of you know changes. Ooh.
0: I think that's something about the filmic structure because again in films at the end, if in like even in a comedy film, the end of scenes don't necessarily have the laughs. It's you know you get a laugh somewhere in the middle of the scene and it's constructed to be longer. And...
6: Um, I just think I thought that episode was rushed in quite a few places. That scene at the grave particularly I think ended a bit too abruptly, yeah. but that said, I think in the next couple of episodes that's going to slow down. I think that was setting up what's going to happen next and I think the next two episodes are going to slow down a little well, bit. The, the
3: gist that we've got from uh, the press screening is that episode one goes from A to B. Doesn't really do anything much (laughs) with that. Mm -hmm. That that was what the reactions come out. It turns out that I've I've laughed a lot during it and I've enjoyed it. But I think this is useless to speculate because it's going to be out of date by the time it comes out. Also, wasn't it shorter than a usual Red Dwarf episode? Yes, because there are breaks, so it was only twenty-three, twenty-four minutes. The next two, yeah, we think uh, uh, that the next two episodes have got slightly longer slots. Yeah. yeah. So but I think it just being what they are. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking
2: about <laughs> the, the um, the uh, I forget where it started now, but the talk of the longer edits, it would be mm. really interesting to see if there's any extra material that that we didn't get in this episode that would round us out a bit. The would vision, round it out a yeah. bit, yeah, and just just uh, make it feel a bit more complete and less like uh, let's get this stuff out of the way and get into the real yeah,
3: meat of
4: the no. episode. It, it, isn't it interesting how what we all thought happened has actually happened which is we have got fairly different opinions mm. all of us despite the fact people are thinking G&T acts and thinks like one person it's not actually true but especially with this episode I thought it happened it's true we we all have different opinions who thinks about it what they thought they'd think about it maybe, maybe. to <laughs> be honest
0: yeah I felt the I way. felt I was going to enjoy I, I don't know if that coloured whether this I liked thing. it but it's, I, it's I went really into it thinking. Tell. Imagine if I come out of this
4: really liking it. Who,
5: who doesn't want? Who doesn't want to like this? Though? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're not going to go
4: into it going. I want this to. Be well, yeah, crap. but I, I wanted I mean? to like it, but I was worried. Yeah.
5: yeah. Oh, I would. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I think someone would say, "No, I was scared. I was too scared to think that you know it mm-hmm. might be crap." And it's just it is the kind of it will colour your opinion, but it's, it's
1: Um. I. It was funnier than I thought it might be. I was. I was deliberately trying to empty my brain of any you know uh, preconceptions before viewing because i knew i just needed to do that and then i needed to to really uh leave any baggage i had behind (laughs) uh, about series seven and eight which i still haven't fully watched (laughs) (laughs) to
4: to be fair i did try but you couldn't take any more
1: yeah so uh, i I thought it was important I, i came to and also i'm more involved in it because of the site than I ever was before even even as a slightly obsessive fan back in the old days there there wasn't the internet there yeah. but there wasn't the involvement that there is now there's there's just so much out there now yeah, than yeah, there yeah. used to be because you know when I was the kind of fan that was learning I was learning um uh, Episodes verbatim, but uh, (laughs) they they would just come on the telly. It wouldn't be a case of, you know, this is happening, so and so's in it, that's what we're going to do. So, yeah. Uh,
4: I think we know damn well that the next two episodes are going to be a major change in format. Mm -hmm. If I thought we had five more episodes of that, and alright, forget about the story stuff, five more episodes of that kind of feeling, I would be very 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 worried because that episode was not doing the kind of things that i wanted it to do but we know that there's such a major shift coming up that we need to see it or you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. you can't i know we keep saying it but it's true we cannot judge they're, Twenty-five. i think minutes. the only thing we can say about them is they're
0: not going to be like that yeah completely mm, in some ways right. then maybe they will be in terms of the tone maybe they will be but we know that what's coming appears to be so different yeah that it's a brave you direction know. though i think that they've taken Mm, it is personally. I mean yeah. I'd watch a full series of episodes like that though. Yeah, I wouldn't but I
7: wouldn't. to my mind, obviously Doug can't can't write Rob and Doug stuff, so mm. we've got to basically expect and yeah. go with the best of what he can he's, do. Yeah. He's so gone like, back to what he was doing for me more along the lines of series seven. Fuck the criticism that series 7 got. He's going for what he wants to do with Red Dwarf, mm. which a lot of that for me had hints of like silent runnings, it had sin- hints of um, Dark Star chucking it right back to the beginning. That that's... kind of pace and feel of it with sort of more traditional elements of Red Dwarf chucked in, but I'm happy with that. And if that's the weakest one, I'm bloody well looking forward to tomorrow. I,
0: I think it's become apparent from what they've done since that Rob was more the gag guy and Doug was the plot guy, and that's a thing that people say a lot, but oh. you know. Um, yeah. That's a bit of a lazy observation. But this is, this is... The, the,
3: the thing that I've been saying for the last uh, 15 years, nearly, is that, for me, Last Human is a more satisfying book than <laughs> Backwards. Yeah. I'm coming round that's to that more. That's <laughs> because, uh, you know, Robin, and Doug, it, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. It's mm-hmm. fair. So when it comes to writing a particular style, and the style that Red Dwarf was in, neither of them can do it as well on their own than, as they could together. That's why me for Backwards was much more of the same thing same exactly the same as uh, Infinity and Better Than Life <laughs> Last Human was something different it might not have been as laugh out loud funny but it was different and more satisfying as a result and that is the exact feeling that I got off uh, episode one. We should do yeah. a cast on the books we should do. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of where almost we're
4: getting to the, the next two episodes of The Crunch Time what we might be coming to is if it may be that Doug Red Dwarf is not really my kind of show and that it might be a good show for some people but just not the kind of thing I'm interested in which would be a very weird thing when I'm so into it but that might be the case but again we but don't know a lot know. of people
0: went through that with Series 8 <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, but the other way well yeah
4: but I also went through it my only yeah. defensive 8 is I think it's funnier than 7 ignore all that cause that's <laughs> not the point yeah. the point is I still feel the same about Series 8 as that which is mm. yes it's not my kind of Red Dwarf so we're just gonna have to see. See that because that,
0: I mean, the first six series of Dwarf are, are utterly inspired sitcom, and it's um, they feel to me like something that you know they were, they were all done relatively close together, mm-hmm. uh, and they feel and they were done with the writing partnership, and they feel to me like capturing you know a particular point in time and mm-hmm. a particular you know Rob and Doug were in a particular place and were able yeah. to turn this out. Uh, I think I think you could go through other sitcoms that it's true of as well yeah. in terms of being produced in that relatively short space of time. Beyond that, uh, th- th- to me, you know, th- so I like those as sitcom and for what they are as a self-contained thing. Beyond that, Red Dwarf as a property and as a franchise mm. um, is more of a, a a sci-fi universe and a setup that you get invested in, mm. um, you know, a bit more like Doctor Who, um, and. Doug taking it in this direction the way that he has done, um, I I feel it's something I feel I can get on board with. It's, it's, like it's you know acknowledging it's,
2: that for the first time yeah,
0: and it's it's well constructed and you know it it feels like there's a lot of thought behind it. It feels like an acknowledgement, yeah, that you know he can't. Do what he did before, Which but there the are episode, yeah, right? but there are still people interested in these characters and in what's going to happen to them, and there'll still be jokes in there along the way because it's not entirely serious and it's not po-faced and it never should be. But it feels like he's learned from the fact that trying to go back to the old style, yeah. you know, didn't work. And it's like if it's a choice between it not continuing because it was that hermetically sealed, self-contained thing, and it continuing like this.
4: I'll have this, please. I, I think it's true that yeah, the, 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 sorry. Go on, sorry.
7: I was just going to say if we, had, we hadn't we seen any of the trailers or hadn't any clue as to what was coming in the next two parts and we ended there as clunky as it kind of was at the end just the idea that Lister's going back to Earth uh, Katrina showed up from nowhere we don't know there's so much in terms of plot that's just got me hooked as to what the fuck's going on where did the, where did the um, yeah. squid go where did she come from Kind of what, you know? which rimmer have we got Lister's going home we're going back to Earth this is going to be fucking fantastic and that's not based on you know trailers that's just what i
4: would feel at this point from that episode plot is the thing it got yeah i I have very very serious reservations about uh that episode and about the stuff coming up but the one thing i will say is i want to know what happens next yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you know
3: (laughs) and that's what i mean and i
0: think so what you're saying about you know doug red dwarf not being a show that necessarily appeals to you, i think if you, I mean, I've, ne- I would never want to look at Red Dwarf as just a sci-fi show because mm-hmm. it's not; it's different. Yeah. But uh, I think the fact that you've said that kind of acknowledges that you're still invested in it, I, you see, even if as a com- as a <sighs> sitcom, even if you'd rather go home and put on a DVD of something else that just makes you laugh you a lot see, more. You
4: partly, know. but it's not quite like that because I almost didn't quite enjoy watching it that much in a way. I enjoyed watching it because it was fascinating to see what we've been building up to, but on a moment-by-moment basis, I wasn't especially invested and especially enjoying it. Having said that, yes, at the end, obviously, there's the intrigue of what happens next, so I'll agree with it to that point, but I would not say I was as amazingly invested throughout the whole thing in terms of that and yet you could.
0: You still spend ages talking about the production minutiae
4: and about the ship shots and things like that the thing yeah but true but I mean you're talking about a show that is stemmed from those first six series and it's I'll still talk about seven and eight um, rabidly because of the relationship I have with the show if it started with seven and eight I would not be doing that well so you know yeah, I just wanted to be unbelievably
7: blokey, ignore the plot, ignore everything, ignore the comedy, and oh, say do. how fucking cocked a treat Katrina Katrina looks in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that is term.
3: Is well. single,
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh come on, you're not
0: single. <laughs> right, got uh, is that we, are we just one minor point as well. Lister not knowing who Jane Austen is. Dog not, yeah. he to, Has he uh, not yeah. been to... Oh, are we now you know, pretending that Beyond the Joke didn't happen? I mean, I'm, I'm quite, right I'm quite happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy <laughs> with that.
3: Let's Hang on. Right, this is for our uh, concluding point. Let's go around the table again. Was Back to Earth Part 1 better than Beyond a Joke? Yes. 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 Was it better than Pete Part 2? Yes.
1: yes.
4: <laughs> um, in all seriousness, it didn't make really me laugh as much. No. But was it better? Oh,
0: um, it might, was it a better piece of television? Have, you where, know, it, it, you see, you see, it,
1: it might
4: <laughs> have been ostensibly a better piece of television, but I didn't feel invested. I didn't feel invested in Peep Up 2 either, don't get me wrong. I'm just feeling frustrated because I really so wanted to love that, and I didn't. And I can see that it's ostensibly a well made piece of television that's going in a new direction. I get all of that, but I didn't feel it.
1: I still think it's due to the fact it's evolved from the film idea, and I think that if it had been a film, we would have been, to me and John would have been a lot more comfortable with it because of the the way that you watch a film and the way we We're watch probably, films are different. To the way it, we watch sitcoms, and I think yeah, that's yeah. got a lot to do with it.
3: Well, when the DVD comes out and we watch it as a feature-length the version. Thing.
1: We'll know for sure. We'll, we'll know sure. Screen. We'll,
3: yeah. And yeah. also, we'll, we'll, the next two episodes will be
4: the testing ground, won't they? Yeah. We all knew that when we were going into one.
3: So I guess we'll see you back here, same time, same place tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the 150 of you who are currently on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, see you tomorrow. All Bye-bye. See you.
6: Bye. Uh,